Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Level Up English podcast. Hope you're doing well. My name is Michael, and I've got something a little bit different today. So, a lot of you may not know that I have another YouTube channel. I have the channel that this will also be uploaded to, which is the Level Up English podcast channel, which you can check out if you haven't already. If you want to see me talk about these things, I don't know why you would, but you can check it out on YouTube. But I also have my original channel, which I started many years before, which is just called English with Michael. You can find it there on YouTube. And I've got quite a lot of content, quite a, lot, quite a few videos over there. Uh, I've done all sorts of things. I've done interviews with people. I've explored areas of London and the UK, other countries as well. And I have done lots of grammar, vocabulary lessons. I've done lots of stuff over there, usually in around 10 minute videos. And I'm also planning to hopefully upload again there soon. I've taken a break from that channel for a while to focus on the podcast, but I'm hoping maybe in the next month or so to add some more videos over there. If you want to kind of see some traveling and some English listening practice and stuff like that, could be could be fun. So if you're not subscribed, go over there, subscribe and get notified for when I upload again. But Honestly, there's a few reasons why I stopped regularly uploading to that YouTube channel. And one reason is just because I find the podcast more enjoyable. I really enjoy doing these episodes. And I think it's really important to not spread yourself too thin, which means don't do too many things at once because the quality will suffer. If you really want to get good at something and successful, you need to really focus most of your energy on that thing. So that's been my goal recently is to put all of my energy into the podcast and related things. And hopefully you have seen some increase in equality and hopefully you think it's gone well. But yeah, I just found adding those weekly YouTube videos was a little bit much for me as well. It's too much to keep on top of it. Um, but I would like to keep posting for fun in the future. Um, but another reason why I stopped is just because it wasn't getting, it wasn't getting, they weren't getting many views, honestly. And I've always tried to have the attitude like it doesn't really matter about the views, but it's still quite challenging. It got to a point where I, I would spend like my whole day filming and editing a video, like many, many hours planning and filming and editing. And it might get just a few hundred views, which isn't, isn't nothing, but compared to the podcast, it was much, much less. It wasn't as much as the podcast. So I kind of felt a little bit like I'm, the purpose of these videos is to help English learners. And if they're not really helping that many people, I should focus on areas that help the most number of people, right? That makes more sense to me. So that's another reason why I kind of stopped being a regular poster over there. 
Um, but you might also notice like some weeks I felt quite stressed. I had to make a video. Maybe the quality wasn't so good. So that's another thing. If I'm being totally honest, there's quite a mixed bag. I think some episodes, I'm so, so proud of them. I think they're really good, honestly. And there are other episodes which you can kind of tell, like, oh, Michael rushed this one. It wasn't as good as the last one or something like that. And I, I don't like that. I think it's nice to be able to put 100% effort into your content and be proud of that, which is what I try to do on the podcast here. Um, but anyway, because of that... I thought I would share today with you an episode from my YouTube, well, I should say a video from my YouTube channel. And this is a video where I talk about using the word dear in English. And I mean, this one did okay. It got 2.4 thousand views, so two and a half thousand views. And you know, that's, that's not bad. If quite, so some of you may have seen it already. So if that's the case, I apologize. But I will guess that most of you, well, I know most of you have not seen this, this video. And I'm honestly, the video is not important. So you can just listen to the audio. That's fine. But I'm going to be reposting this in today's episode. And the reason is right now I am, well, I will be in Thailand actually. I'm recording this in advance because I know I'll be in Thailand. I'll be very busy. And this week, as I'm recording, I'm very busy. I'm packing, I'm preparing things, I'm tying up loose ends, which means I'm just finishing those final things I have to do before I make a big move. So I didn't want to miss an episode. So in order to avoid that, I thought I would just repost a video that many of you will not have seen. Uh, so I hope you don't mind. It is from one year ago. So it's when I was living in London. And yeah, as I said, this is a really important topic because I get so many questions, so many messages from people saying, hello, dear. And it always sounds really weird. Honestly, you shouldn't call me dear because that's what you might call your, you know, your husband or your wife. You know, you wouldn't call a stranger dear. However, it's not so simple. There's a few different things to understand about this word, dear. So it's really important that I clear this up and I think it will help a lot of people. And I'll be talking about this in the clip. So I'll paste it in here and I hope you enjoy it. And then I will come back afterwards just to say a quick goodbye and maybe read a review as well. So have a listen now and I'll see you on the other side. I posted a reel about the word dear. I see a lot of confusion about this word in English. If you say it to like a random guy on the street, he might take it the wrong way. He may even get offended. He may think that you're being patronizing or you're being romantic or something like that. So you have to be very careful with this word. So today I'm going to be talking about the different ways we can use it. And I've got seven, seven different ways to use the word dear. Yeah, English is a nightmare, isn't it? <laughs> if you message me and you say, hello, dear, or you say to someone on the street, excuse me, dear, probably this is going to sound very strange. I wouldn't recommend doing that. Okay. Dear's out the way. Back to the, the proper word now. 
The first way in which we use this word is in formal letters. In a casual letter or email, you might just say, Hi, Michael, or a little bit more formal, to Michael or to Mr. Smith, for example. Like, to Michael, how are you? Something like that. If you want to make it a little bit more formal, you can use the word dear. Make sure it always comes before their name, before the name. So you would say, Dear Michael, comma, or Dear Mr. Smith, Dear Dr. Michael Smith, you know, something like that. So Dear is always at the beginning, and it just, in this context, it just means to, to Michael. We never use it in speaking in this way, it's always formal writing. So it'll be a letter, an email, or a message. Yeah, but usually, to give you an example, if I message a student or another teacher or someone like that, I will usually just say hi. I think dear is too formal for most situations, I would say, unless it's someone you don't know. The other case where we use dear in this uh, setting is for greetings cards. I don't know why, but if I send my grandma a birthday card, I will say, dear grandma, or I might say, to grandma, yeah. But that's another example where we're always a little bit more formal in a birthday card. The second one is in pet names, pet names. So a pet name is what you might call your husband or wife, or maybe your boyfriend or girlfriend, but I think it's more common for married couples. They've been together for many years and they develop all these special names for each other. And dear is a really common one. So you might say, oh, hi, dear, how are you? Another example of a pet name could be honey. Honey is really common. Of course, like babe or baby or something like that. Like, hey, baby. Hi, honey. How are you? How was your day? So when you know the husband come, comes home from work, the wife is already at home. She might say to the husband, how was your day, dear? So it's like, how was your day, comma, dear, question mark. So in this sense, in this case, dear is replacing the person's name. How was your day, Michael? How was your day, dear? So hopefully you can see now why it can be inappropriate to call people dear. If you message me and say, how are you, dear? It kind of sounds like you are my wife. It sounds like very inappropriate to me. <laughs> of course, I don't mind, but some people might find it a bit strange. So just remember, we might say, I love you, dear. I'll always be with you, dear. It's a very romantic word, right? The next usage of this word is perhaps the hardest one. And this is for terms of endearment. So see, we even have the word dear in there, endearment. So a term of endearment is... Uh, a word that we use to kind of bring closeness between two people. And it's like a sweet, nice word to use. I think this is how many people will use this word, but you have to be careful because there's so much hidden meaning as well. So I might go to the supermarket and the lady at the checkout, the cashier, will say, oh, hello, dear. How can I help you? In this case, it's prob probably fine to say that, but it's very specific because usually... These words are used by older ladies. 
So it's usually like an older lady talking to a younger man or a younger woman or younger girl or something like that. Um, if like an older man were to use it or like a middle-aged man, it might sound a bit patronising. It's like they're talking down to someone. So you can use this if you want to talk down to someone and make them feel smaller and less important. So for example, I have a friend who's the same age as me. We're both men. And I can say to him, ah, oh, be a dear and get me that mug over there. That's a common phrase. Be a dear and help me. So please be a dear and help me. But it's very patronising. It's kind of like me saying, I'm more important than you. And you're like this little fragile person that cannot look after yourself. It's a bit patronising. So you have to be careful how you use that one. Another word I hear is deary. It sounds even, even more kind of sweeter, like D-E-A-R-I-E. So hello deary, how are you? And I, I think I've never heard anyone besides old women use this phrase. Like, hello deary, hello deary. Can you help me reach the top shelf, please? It'd be something like that, you know? <laughs> and it's quite sweet. When old ladies say it, it's a nice phrase. But again, if you were to say it, assuming you're not an old lady, it might sound strange. Yeah. And sometimes you might have younger women use this, or maybe very feminine men will use these phrases, like, hello, dear, something like that. But, um kind of gives them this old person energy. And I think this is where it becomes really difficult because it totally depends on the person, right? Some people can pull it off. I mean, some people can use it and it doesn't sound weird, but other people, it just doesn't suit their personality. And it's really hard to put into words why that is. It's just something about the, the energy someone has. So if you're not sure if you are able to use this word and sound natural and not sound creepy, I would recommend avoiding it. I would recommend not using it just to stay on the safe side, right? And but also you can maybe ask a native speaker if you think it, if they think it sounds natural coming from you and they could they might have this kind of sense of how it sounds as well. But okay, that's the hard one out of the way. Let's finish with the last couple examples. The next one is in the phrase oh dear. Oh dear. Yeah. So this really just means oh no. Oh no. Oh dear. It's a little bit more kind of posh and upper class. Oh no is more common, I would say. But oh dear, I left the oven on. I've got to go home. Oh, I forgot my keys. Oh dear, no, what are we going to do? Something like that. So when something goes a little bit wrong, you can say oh dear. The next one is a British term. As far as I know, we only use it in the UK, but it's an adjective now, and it means expensive. Expensive. So, oh, I really want to buy this watch, but it's a little bit dear. A little bit too dear for me. A little bit too expensive. So it's more casual, and it's only a British term. Dear, expensive. Yeah, another one to confuse everything. The final one is another adjective, and it just means close, to be close to someone. So you might say, hello, dear friend. And it's like, hello, my very close friend. Um, this one is a little bit tricky as well. We, we often use it in the third person. So rather than saying, you are a dear friend, 
I probably would say he's a very dear friend to me. He's a dear friend to me. It's not super common, I think, because it's so deep and meaningful. And I think, at least in the UK, we don't often like that feeling, you know. <laughs> so, for example, if I said to my friend, you are a dear friend, or hi, good to see you, dear friend. I think it's it's too, it's too much meaning and emotion behind it. It's too close. And I think my friends, for it, you know, specifically my friends, would find it very weird. Like, oh, Michael, why are you being so, why are you being so affectionate today? Oh, it's a bit, you know, disgusting. Don't, don't be so affectionate. We're just friends, you know, we're not a couple. <laughs> but you might see this in movies. For example, I was re-watching Lord of the Rings yesterday, and I think Gandalf is speaking to Bilbo, and he says, goodbye, dear friend. Goodbye, dear friend. So it's a common phrase in movies, because in movies, you know, everything is more emotional, more affectionate, everything is exaggerated. And it also gives this effect that they've been through so much together. They've been so many adventures and all this kind of history behind them. But I think in real life, I don't really hear this very often. Um, again, third person is more common. Like He is a dear friend to me. Another common expression is we say dear to my heart. Ah, uh, yeah, she's very dear to my heart. Again, third person, she is dear to my heart. It just means she is close to my heart. Okay, so there we have it. It was quite a quite a challenge to explain everyone, but let me know how you think I did. I hope I simplified it and I hope I didn't make it more confusing than it was before. Let me know if any of that was new for you. And if you have any follow-up questions, leave them in the comments. I'll be happy to respond to them. So there we go. I hope you enjoyed that little lesson all about dear. Let me know if you learned something new. Hope you did. I think for the private episode this week, for the members, I will be posting more information about terms of endearment. Terms of endearment, which I think you might find interesting. So again, if you were hoping for some really fresh content, I apologize, but I do think this will be new for most of you. And I hope you understand my busy schedule as well. I want to say a quick thank you, though, to a couple of reviews, one from Israel. Um, the user is called Osnat Cohen Israel. And they said, hi, Michael, I would like to thank you very much for all the efforts you invest. Your podcasts are definitely the place to learn English. The topics, explanations, and your sense of humor make this the perfect package for us. I listen to your podcast every day on my way to work and back home. It's a great pleasure. That's nice. That's the first compliment I've got about my sense of humor. So thank you very much. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, let's do one from Saudi Arabia now. I cannot read their name, but they said, the best teacher ever. Thank you for this podcast. I really love it. And you give me excellent tips. So thank you very much to Israel and Saudi Arabia. I really appreciate both of you. And yeah, I guess that's it. So big changes for me happening right now. I guess the next time you see me, I may, hopefully, I hopefully will be in a new place with a new background. 
hopefully just as good. And yeah, wish me luck. I'll see you there. Thank you for bearing with me on this different episode and see you next week for a new one. Goodbye, everyone. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.